0: yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant, you may be in The Collapse Experiment. Hello, and welcome to part two of Operation Lockstop, where I'll be covering Clever Together second section of the operation lockstep brought to you by the Rockefeller Foundation published in 2010 this is the document that maps out all the BS that we're going through today so I'm gonna go through and read section two clever together so that you don't have to Uh, to get started This document is also available at theclapsaffirmament.com. I don't think I mentioned that in the uh, previous episode, but the document that I am reading here today, you can read for yourself, download it, just put into the search, Operation Lockstep. It will come up, and uh, it is free. It is free. So, Clever Together, a world in which highly coordinated and successful strategy Strategies emerge for addressing both urgent and entrenched worldwide issues. So, um, in the previous section, we heard about how they were going to become more authoritarian and a top-down system of government and control of the population. Um, Of course, this is all fictional, but for some reason, um, the release of a virus out to the public and all the steps that took place afterwards are all lining up pretty good with this. Although I think their timeline because a lot of the things that they were addressing were on a 20 year timeline. And some of the things that we've seen today uh, were taking place like 13 years into um, this report here, but um, being two years into a pandemic and their response to it, we are now seeing how, um, They miscalculated a few things. So to get started, the recession of 2008 to 2010 did not turn out into the decades-long global economic slide that many had feared. Uh, in, In fact, quite the opposite, strong global growth returned in force with the world headed once again towards the demographic and economic projections forecast before the downturn. India and China were back on track to see their middle class explode to $1 by 2020. Megacities like Sao Paulo and Jakarta expanded at a blistering pace as millions poured in from rural areas. Countries raced to industrialize by whatever means necessary the global marketplace bustled. But two problems loomed. First, not all people and places benefited equally from this return to globalized growth. All boats were rising, but some were clearly rising more. That's not how that works. Second, those hell-bent on development and expansion largely ignored the very real environmental consequences of their unrestricted growth. Undeniably, the planet's climate was becoming increasingly unstable. Sea levels were rising fast, even as countries continued to build out coastal megacities. Wait, what? Uh, don't know about that one. In 2014, the Hudson River overflowed into New York City during a storm surge, turning the World Trade Center site into a three-foot-deep lake. The image of motorboats navigating through lower Manhattan jarred the world's most powerful nations into realizing that climate change was not just a developing world problem. Um... Motorboats navigating through lower Manhattan. Did they just pull these out of their apartments? Like, (laughs) I don't. Okay, Um, quite the imagination here. That same year, new measurements showing that atmospheric carbon dioxide levels were climbing precipitously created new urgency and pressure for governments, really, for everyone to do something fast. Yeah, and if you just noticed that the audio on this changes it's because uh, Audacity is being a little bitch and switched the source of the microphone. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're, you're amazing. Uh, in such an interconnected world where the behaviors of one country, company, or individual had potentially high-impact effects on all others... Uh, piecemeal attempts by One Nation here, one small collective or environmental organizations there, (laughs) would not be enough to stave off a climate disaster, or, for that matter, to effectively address a host of their planetary-scale problems. But highly coordinated worldwide strategies for addressing such urgent issues just might, what would, what was needed was systems thinking and systems acting on a global scale. No. Nope. Nope. Sorry. <clears throat> I, I'm 100% sure that they're wrong on this. International coordination started slowly, then accelerated faster than anyone had imagined. <laughs> In 2015, a critical mass of middle-income and developed countries with strong economic growth publicly committed to leveraging their resources against global scale problems beginning with climate change yeah uh we're actually seeing this now with all the bs that's happening in denmark canada pretty soon the united states i believe germany is being a bunch of douchebags but with their farmers um sri lanka so yeah this is um not turning out good for them Together, their governments hashed out plans for monitoring and reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the short term and improving the absorptive capacity of the natural environment over the long term. In 2017, an international agreement was reached on carbon sequestration. By then, most multinational corporations had a chief carbon officer. Yeah, that is one job that just does not need to exist. And intellectual and financial resources were pooled to build out carbon capture processes that would best support the global ecosystem. A functioning global cap and trade system was also established. Okay. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, Worldwide, the pressure to reduce waste and increase efficiency on planet-friendly ways was enormous. New, <clears throat> new globally coordinated systems for monitoring energy use capacity, including smart grids and bottom-up pattern recognition technologies, were rolled out. As I said before, this is the smart meters that they're trying to put onto your house so they can just shut off your power. Um, yeah, uh, I would not allow anybody to put this garbage uh, on my property. These efforts produce real results. By 2022, new projections showed a significant slowing in the rise of atmospheric carbon levels. Not until you address the China problem. Sorry, um, you're leaving out one big, big fact here. Inspired by the success of this experiment and collective global action, large-scale coordinated initiatives intensified, of course. Centralized global oversight and governance structures sprang up, not just for energy use, but also for disease and technology standards. Such systems and structures required far greater levels of transparency, which in turn required more tech-enabled data collection, processing, and feedback. They're collecting your data. Enormous benign surveillance. Why is it sous-valence? Like, what... What the heck? Is it a chef that's surveilling you? I don't understand. Systems uh, allowed citizens to access data. <coughs> okay, all publicly available in real time and react. Not seeing that one happening. National states some uh, national states lost some of their power and importance as global architecture strengthened and regional governance structural st- structures emerged. International oversight entities like the UN took on new levels of authority. There you go. They want to bring in the UN to run your local government. As did regional systems like the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. ASEAN? I've never heard of ASEAN. The new Partnership for Africa's Development, NEPAD this run by Monica Lewinsky, NEPAD, and the Asian Development Bank, ADB. Uh, the worldwide spirit of collaboration also fostered new alliances and alignments among corporations, NGOs, and communities. No, uh, communities, definitely not. And uh, we're not seeing alliances um, across countries. That's why World War III is currently breaking out. These strong alliances laid the groundwork for more global and participatory attempts to solve big problems and raise the standard of living of everyone. No, they want to lower your standard of living. That's just a complete lie. Coordinated efforts to tackle long-entrenched problems like hunger, disease, and access to basic needs took hold. No. No, not really. Uh, new, inexpensive technologies like better medical diagnostics and more effective vaccines improved healthcare. More effective vaccines. Are they saying that the vaccines that we currently have are not effective? And I'm not even referring to the COVID one. I'm referring to, like, basic vaccines. Are they saying that they're just not effective? Um... Let's see here, improved healthcare delivery and health outcomes. Companies, NGOs, and governments often acting together launch pilot programs and learning labs to figure out how to best meet the needs of particular communities, increasing the knowledge base of what worked and what didn't. Um, yeah, this is uh, this section here is uh, completely backfiring. Pharmaceutical giants released thousands of drug compounds shown to be effective against diseases like malaria into the public domain as part of an open innovation agenda. They also opened their archives of uh, R&D, neglected diseases deemed not uh, commercially viable, uh, offering seed funding to scientists who wanted to carry the research forward. No. That's completely. You've got companies now suing each other over uh, copyright infringement. So, yeah, that's that is also backfiring. Because I think Moderna is suing Pfizer right now for uh, infringing on their uh, uh, content. There was a push for major innovations in energy and water for developing world, as those areas were thought to be the key to improving equity. Equity. Okay, I'm the. That's one of the words I'm just tired of hearing. The key to improving equity, uh, better food distribution was also high on the agenda. No, it's not. And more open markets and south-south trade helped make this reality. South-south trade in twenty. 20- uh, 2022 a consortium of nations NGOs and companies established the Global Technology Assessment Office. Haven't heard anything about that on the news. Uh, providing easy accessible real-life information about the cost and cost and benefits of various technology applications to developing and de- developing and developed countries alike. All of these efforts translate into real progress and real problems. Uh, opening up new opportunities. Um, almost done with this section here. Last page. To address the needs of bottom billion and enabling of the bottom billion. There's eight billion people at the bottom billion, and enabling developing countries to become engines of growth on their own in their own right. In many parts of the developing world, economic growth rates increased due to a host of factors. Improved infrastructure accelerated the greater mobility of both people and goods. And urban and rural areas got better connected. In Africa, growth that started out on the coast spread inward along new transportation corridors. Not really buying that one. Um... You would also need an increase in oil and fuel in order to uh, transport the goods and the people. So, until the cost of that goes down and they actually have some type of industry over there that can supply the vehicles, uh, I don't see that happening. Increased trade drove the specialization of individual firms and overall diversification of economics. In many places, traditional social barriers to overcome poverty grew less relevant As more people gain access to a spectrum of useful technologies from disposable computers. (laughs) What? From disposable computers to do-it-yourself windmills. The windmills I can understand. Disposable computers. Okay. So we're just going to pollute everything with toxic minerals that are going to be... Oh, wow. Given the circumstances that forced these new heights of global cooperation and responsibility, it was no surprise that much of the growth in the developing world was achieved more cleanly and more greenly. In Africa, there was a big push for solar energy as the physical geography and low population density of much of the continent enabled the proliferation of solar farms. Where are they getting the materials for these solar farms? The Desert Tech Initiative to create massive thermal electricity plants to supply both North Africa and via undersea cable lines to southeastern Europe was a huge success. (laughs) By 2025, a majority of electricity in the Maghreb was coming from solar with exports of that power earning viable foreign currency. The search the solar created new sun jobs. Oh my god. Yeah, this is a complete fantasy. Um, Electricity is not going to replace natural gas in Europe. Drastically cut CO2 emissions and earned government's billions annually. India exploited its geography to create similar solar valleys, while decentralized solar power drip irrigation systems became popular in South Sahara Africa. (laughs) Reduced energy dependency enabled all of these countries and regions to better control and manage their own resources. In Africa, politically archivist, Political architecture above the nation-state level, like the African Union, strengthened and contributed to a good governance drive. So again, they're talking about a centralized government above your government that is going to push these agendas. Regional integration through KAMSA, the Common Market for Eastern and Southern Africa and other institutions allowed members' members nations to better organize to meet their collective needs as consumers and increasingly as producers. Over the course of two decades, enormous strides were made to make the world less wasteful, more efficient, and more inclusive. Don't make me barf. But the world was far from perfect there were still failed states and places with few resources. Moreover, such rapid progress had created new problems. Rising consumption standards and unexpectedly ushered in a new set of pressures. The improved food distribution system, for example, generated a food production crisis due to greater demand. Indeed, demand for everything was growing exponentially. By 2028... Despite ongoing efforts to guide smart growth, it was more. It was becoming clear that the world could not support such rapid growth forever, and here comes the population reduction, um, smart growth technology. Are you freaking kidding me? <clears throat> so here are the headlines for clever together. Um, 2011 global economy turns the corner. 2015, radical U.S. and China emissions targets signal new era in climate change negotiations. China's not doing shit. <laughs> it's 2022. China's not doing a damn thing. Uh, and the U.S. hasn't reached any of their goals either. So congrats on that. 2016, InfoCruncher is grad's job for choice as data era dawns. <sighs> Uh, learn the code. That's what they're saying, right? That's the, the thing that can get me banned. Learn the code. InfoCruncher. <laughs> uh, 2028. Green infrastructure reshapes economic landscape. Nope. Uh, 2020. A first. U.S. solar power cheaper than coal. Still has not happened yet. They're saying that this is going to happen by 2020. 2025 Transparency International reports 10th consecutive year of improved governance. What does that mean? Like dictatorships, that's that's a governance style. And 2027 Consortium of Foundations launches third green revolution as food shortages loom. They're here. Food shortages are here. <laughs> it's 2022 congratulations uh, we are we are ahead of schedule oh didn't see that one coming yeah pandemic followed by famine mm-hmm so yes well I love how they have the role of philanthropy and clever together um, technology and clever together a malaria vaccine is listed here won't be taking that one either Um... Let's see here. Let's see what the, the technologies for this are. The cost of capturing data through nanosensors and smart networks falls uh, precipitously in many developing countries. This leads to a proliferation of new and useful services, including valence mechanisms that improve governance and enable more efficient use of government resources. Yes, they want to control what you do, how you do it, and when you're going to do it. No, you cannot poop right now because there's too much methane already going into the atmosphere. <laughs> Hold your poop. Intelligent electricity, uh, water distribution, and transportation seem systems develop in urban areas. In these smart cities, internet access is seen as a basic right by the year by the late 2010s. Internet is a basic right. Um. A malaria vaccine is developed and deployed broadly, saving millions of lives in the developing world. Isn't that the the, the mosquitoes that Bill Gates is trying to um, release? <laughs> Advances in low-cost, mind-controlled uh, prosthetics aid in 80% of global amputees who live in developing countries. Um, yeah. I I don't... I'd see some idiots going along with that, but um, as there's a note here, can these prosthetics be hacked and controlled remotely? Hmm. Uh, Solar power is made vastly more efficient through advances in materials, including uh, polymers and nanoparticles. An effective combination of government subsidies and microfinance means solar is used for everything from desalination for agriculture to wi-fi networks wow um no interest in doing that if there's a subsidy that means the government has more control over it flexibility and rapid mobile payment systems drive dynamic economic growth in the developing world while the developing developed world is hampered by entrenched banking interest and regulations yeah sorry um our banking, well, the ESG scores, yes. <laughs> so, if you're if you're saying that they're hampered by regulations, yes, these new ESG scores is screwing things up for everyone. Life and clever together, half of a combination of synthetic meat, fortified grains, and nano nano flavoring. What the is that? Ugh, synthetic meat, gross. An exciting new meat product that would be served as a at a dinner table everywhere. And in truth, Alex's Confidence was very well founded. For one, he had the world's best and brightest minds in food science from all over the world working together right here in his lab. Oh, God. Lab-grown meat. There it is. People are no longer dying as frequently from preventable diseases. You know, preventable diseases really hasn't been an issue for the last hundred years. I don't know why they're just trying to stop death altogether. It's like we we all have a final destination when we're born. Why are we messing with that? Healthy alternative that created uh, less real meat. Gross. Okay, the next section for the next episode will be hack attack. That's probably the next phase that everybody's looking forward to, uh, we just went through clever together, which, um, in my opinion, didn't really explain a whole heck of a lot, it was just like, we're so great, we're so awesome, uh, we're gonna do all these things, and, um, a lot of the stuff that they did implement is backfiring, so, um, I find that to be very interesting. Things are not going the way that the globalists had uh, anticipated. And, um, yes, the next episode I will go over Hack Attack, see what they have planned for us next. And, uh, who knows? Maybe the Hack Attack is what's going to stop the uh, midterm election that they do not want to have happen. Um... Or they're going to call in the UN and just be like, we, we can't run our, our country anymore, man. It, it's a, a total shit show. Who, who did all this stuff? Why, why is gas so expensive? come get, get me a smoothie. <laughs> uh, oh, shoot. Smart scramble? So there's two more sections that I'm seeing here. And then there's also the concluding thoughts. So... Three more episodes on the way. Thank you for listening to Clever Together uh, from uh, Operation Lockstep. And um, yeah, more episodes to come. This is uh, pretty enlightening. And um, I hope you're enjoying it. So remember, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to The Collapse Experiment Podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just, just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment, and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.